Welcome, adventurers. I am your host of the Forged 20 podcast, Sack Cold Iron, and we'd like to welcome you back to yet another episode of Tales of Lodrienth. Before we delve into this episode, I would like to announce that we are still looking for sponsors. Right now, we are doing a promo for the next two weeks. For anybody who wants to do an ad on the podcast, whether it's a pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll ad, I am only charging $1. Shoot me an email at zcoldironicloud.com, or you can go ahead and reach out to us on social media at Instagram at ForgeD20Podcast, on Facebook at ForgeD20Podcast. And one more thing, I'd like to make a huge announcement that I am so excited to make for you guys. Now, you guys may have listened to our Thrones Episode Zero podcast episode, and we're probably like, okay, what the fuck is that about? Well, just to be very forthright, we are starting another campaign, and the first episode is going to drop next week on Friday at noon, just like we regularly do, on March 9th. So, you won't be getting a Tales of Lodrienth episode, you'll be getting an episode of Thrones, which, just so you know, they are two separate campaigns... Two different universes, two different characters, so make sure, uh, you know, you tune into both of them. They both have different interesting storytelling elements that we'd like to tell and are super excited to present to you guys. Now, without further ado, let's link our minds to the Elder Brain and dive into Tales of Lodrienth. Last time on Tales of Lodrienth, the party has arrived to the town of Ravenmoor, where they discovered that a vampire or a mind flayer roams free. Heading to the Church of Sarkat with the aid of Soul Sage Harangan, a human female cleric of Sarkat, who's a bit of a zealot in a way, has decided to help the party trap, potentially, what is sucking the blood dry and the brains dry of some of the people who are coming to this new town of Ravenmoor, where they are waiting in the city streets at night, planting a trap and an ambush. I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. You all see walking diggy, by diggy hole. is a dwarf diggy, man. Diggy, diggy impression of what he thinks of a dwarf is like. He's going down <laughs> this way. He looks down. <laughs> Sees the bear trap. Oh, hell no. He's like, the, f the fuck is going on here? And you see this dwarf run right by you. Careful going that way, buddy. There's a bear trap. I'm sorry, give me one second. Bear trap. And I'm digging. Oh. Uh oh. Give him one second, so. As the night goes on, another figure kind of just Sorry, walking by. Didn't hear any of that? Can you repeat that? Uh, nothing. Nothing happened. None of that. Um, it just was a guy who saw a bear trap and ran away. Yep. Oh, okay. He was just a regular dwarf. Diggy, diggy hole. Good evening. Uh, I'm gonna take him. You see, yes. uh, he, a, he just starts untying his pants. Uh. All right. <laughs> And you just hear the sound of running water for a bit. Jesus Christ, people are disgusting. As he kind of walks off into the night. 
And then you see a third figure coming around the corner, a cloaked figure in a brown cloak. And as they come closer, you see a blue flame crested upon their cloak as they approach. Having a nice piss, are you? I see him. I had a good drink. I had a good drink. What about... What about you? Not much of a... He winds his dick back up. Tucks it back in. Ties his pants off. (laughs) Exactly. Not much of a drinker. To see if that was him talking to somebody. Because I hear him talking. You hear talking. Okay. I'm going to get ready. Really? I got some good shit. Hmm. Yeah. He's going to hold up the bottle. He takes it. I don't mind sharing a bottle with one of my kind. Cheers. And he takes a bit of a swig. You're what? Oh, I can smell it all over you. And he hands you the drink back. What do I smell like? The stench of undeath. The fuck is that? You ask. He's like actively smelling himself. Roll me a deception. We'll see if you can maybe throw him off. <laughs> this is persuasion. Here. Oh, persuasion. Whatever you want to roll, my brother. This is this is the minor man. <clears throat> they were kind of onto it. The minor man doesn't know shit. Dude, if it could <laughs> stop bouncing around, I had it on a fucking 15, it, it ended up being a 7. <coughs> so, 12. Uh, you can't fool me. And Moros, as you say you cast Divine Sense, because I see what you said in the chat, there is not one undead near you. There's two. And it's this figure talking to Chorus right now. <sighs> I'm still. I'm not charging in yet. I'm waiting for it to get a little closer. But I'm. I'm getting. I'm just about to charge in there. As soon as I do my little thing and I hit <clears> that, <throat> I'm getting ready. I've got my sword right, ready. I'm well, about to charge out that ensnaring strike. Chorus is gonna sigh. <sighs> Reaches up, hand going past the small uh, body, be about about a foot above his head. The hand reaches up. Uh, to the person he pulls off the mask grows a good four feet and the long bull skull is poking out you have any business interrupting my hunt yeah i run in i run in i run in i run in as soon as it happens like i'm running in and sneering striking our fucking (laughs) as you turn the corner he, the, you see him turn, but it's too late. You already are about to get your attack off as you have a round of surprise and snaring Now, was strike. he grabbing him? He was not. He was just no. approaching him. I took my mask off, so now my bull face, my bony bull face is out. The skull of my head. Okay. All right. As soon as it happens. Here we go. Ensnaring strike. I gotta roll the hit right. Let me see. 
The, boy, oh boy. the all caps. I cast divine sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally was like, as soon as I heard a fellow one of my kind, I was like, what? Question mark. And I was like, okay, he would know to what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. At that point, I know morals would know. I would assume you guys would know out of character too. All right, here we go. <laughs> 24. Oh, yeah, that most definitely hits, my dude. Alright, and then here's the damage. Is this 13 damage. Is this magical damage, <clears throat> or just regular damage? Uh, this is regular damage, but um, here comes the magical part. <clears throat> so, the creature has to do a strength saving throw. <clears throat> strength save, alright. 17. Damn him. He's saved from the nature's wrath. However, he did take 13 damage on a surprise round of combat, and surprise round means Lady Harangon and uh, Wait, face Where are you at? Yeah, you should be on that roof, my brother. Yeah, you were up here. Yeah. As you so, all see, I go in and I just smack the, the shit out of him. And snaring strike is attempted. You see Lady uh, Harangon <laughs> run across the corner, casting light on this figure, and you can see a black dragonborn with uh, very pointed, curved horns and amber-colored eyes. Uh, and I jumped down. His teeth are covered in dried-up blood. Um, All right. Let's see. Need to look up. I'm going to jump down on top of him and grapple him. Ooh, Ooh strength these. Uh, That's some bullshit. Yeah, they rolled a 10. Oh my god, no! I use action charge. As he cut, they kind of brushes you off as you jump down on top of him. You get back yeah, up to your feet <clears throat> to action surge. Ooh. A 22, let's see. 22 is better than 19 as you successfully <gasps> very quickly once you realize you didn't hit this so first many. one you go and lock in the second one grappling it <clears throat> and we are definitely going to be rolling initiative now for as a matter of fact yeah um, yeah my action was taking my mask off alright initiative not bad who? Which now I because now everybody can see it. Uh, when I take the mask off, you can see the glowing red flame that sits behind the mouth of the skull of the skull where the eyes are. It's just this one big solid red flame, crimson red, kind of like a like, like a will o' wisp flame. Yeah, like with like there's like a light emanating from inside his like hollowed skull, I guess. Nope, no light, just a flame. Don't. don't. The flight, the flame emits no light. I understand. I understand now. Yeah. It, it just flickers there. Very nice. <clears throat> All right, so Chorus, you're up first. All right, well, um, let's see, first action. Cripple this motherfucker. I wish I could. 
<clears throat> First action, I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast Mirror Image with my main action. Okay, I, this is... It's been so laggy for me. Uh, and then with my bonus action, I'm just going to throw a Hand Axe. At disadvantage, so I got to click this twice. Hmm. How many duplicates do you have for your mirror image, by the way? Uh, it spawns, I believe, three duplicates. Three. Okay. So the first one, the first one's a 25, but because I'm within five, five feet, I have to roll at disadvantage. Okay. So 25 hits. No, no, so, I have to roll at disadvantage. Yeah. I'm no. rolling the next one now. It's just I'm lagging my ass off. Yeah, it's been acting like this <clears> last couple gonna be, That's going to be a 12. Uh, so 12, let's see, does not I hit, think. unfortunately. Once it loads in here, I can tell you, yeah, I think it's good, but I think it's going to be 12, though. Yeah, 12, unfortunately, yeah, okay. doesn't hit as it goes flying right by into the uh, <coughs> the grass over here. <sighs> I might just have to fucking roll my phone. All right. Anything else, Chorus? Uh, no, that is all I can do. That's my action bonus action. All right, Lloyd, you're up. You have him grappled. Are you going to do okay. anything? Can I do an object <clears throat> interaction? Yeah, you can. Okay, I'm going to pull out a rod from my um, from my back here. Yeah, no, it's still lying. And I'm going to place it over his neck <laughs> as I'm wrestling with him, and I'm going to press a button on the side. <laughs> ah! <laughs> the immovable rod! <laughs> <laughs> what does the magic look like when you activate this, brother? <clears throat> Nothing. You can't tell. I just press a button, and then you can't. And he, he can't move it. He can't move it. He's stuck underneath it. What? Why can't I get this off? You see him clearly struggling. <clears throat> I'm still holding it just in case he tries to press the yeah. button. He is definitely stuck. Well, I'm going to stand over him with the great sword ready to just come down over his head. Well, if he moves at all or gets away. Blue crest. All right. Doesn't that ring a bell? I mean, yes, it is the um the blue shades. Yes, uh, that is correct. So, are you asking him about his crest? Yeah, it, yeah. What was the what was what, it, what was it again? The blue the, shades. The group is the blue shades. <clears throat> blue shades. Well, can I use a history check to recall what the deserter's little blue crest looked like? Mm. Well, it wasn't. They the didn't have a crest. The blue crest. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, have he didn't a have a crest. crest? Oh, I thought no, they had the like person a... who had the blue crest was the person who convinced the guy to uh, let them steal the. Ah. <coughs> ah. Yeah. 
still use a history check, just so I can tell if I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember seeing a, a figure with this same cloak um, doing all that stuff on that projection uh, from the theft from the Hemingway Medical Company back in Polaria. I don't know if you're exactly the thing we're looking for, but you're definitely involved with the theft of uh, the mind <clears throat> device in Polaria. <laughs> I knew that would come bite us in the ass. <laughs> he oh. just laughs. Oh, you're so fucked. I pull a wooden pitten out of my Well, pocket. right now you're fucked. Oh, doesn't matter if I'm fucked. <coughs> you don't know who you're mm -hmm. fucking with. You don't uh, know sure who you're you fucking with. Are you I'm sure not, you want to do this? I have a pretty good idea <laughs> who we're messing with. Oh, I've never met any of you or heard of any of you in my life. You must be I've useless. I've never met or heard of you either. Adventurers. I mean, you you want to you want to be like that. I mean, you work for the shadow department of the Everix family, uh, or at least you used to. You seem to now be in league with a group of mind flares. Um, nothing you say will scare us. We know what we're getting into. See, you're making assumptions. The Arvorax family, come on. It's bigger. It's bigger than that. Did you miss the part where I mentioned the Mind Flayers? Oh. <laughs> you saw my art. And I carved the back of their skulls. Used their brains. Shipped it off for them to become intellect devourers. <laughs> to take over the bodies of useless fucking trash like you. Scene. Are you the That's necromancer? Quite funny. <laughs> necromancer? <laughs> no, I'm not this guy. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This guy's too stupid to be a necromancer. Uh, you think I'm too stupid? I mean, you did just get captured. I don't... By a dude who can't read, a mindless skeleton, and a mercenary who probably never finished grade school. What about me? <clears throat> I mean, you you were here. Yeah, and you're an undead. Yeah, we need woman. to talk about that. And a woman. Nope. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't need to talk about anything. That is something between you and Sarkat. She looks at you. Because right now, I'm pretty sure I'm a bit higher in his standings than you are. Let's not get sidetracked here. Let's, see look away. Let's focus on the matter at hand. Yes, yes. Um, Blue Crest, we got all that figured out. So Why they, uh, are you helping them? Yeah, what are they giving that's you? That's a good start. Why? You think I'm really going to tell you? You think I fear mm -hmm. for my life? You don't think I expect every day that I might get, you know, captured by the opposition? Questioned? I'm Fellas, ready to die at any moment. I don't think it's the death that you should be afraid of. Then tell me, what should I be afraid of? I mean, the torture. See, you might not, you must be new to this whole undead thing. 
I mean, we could keep you alive for as long as we want to. Slowly drip-feeding you. Then draining you all over again. Well, you can't do anything about it. You know what it's like to starve for centuries? Wait, Kors, do you get hungry? Not anymore, I don't. Then why would you assume that he gets hungry? Because vampires are a little different. They need to satiate their hunger, that's why they feed on blood. Not for some sick pleasure. So this is like they're a vampire slaves to their hunger. Boy. Most likely based on the blood on his teeth. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. As these two are talking, what we were I'm like. going to produce my... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I don't no, want to you're you fine. Saying. No, you're fine. You just... <laughs> I said it in character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, brother. Sorry. Okay. As they're talking, I'm going to present my holy symbol that I had before. The rusted uh, skull of the deer with the antlers. And I'm going to cast Channel Divinity once more. Turn the Faithless. Present my holy symbol. Each fey fiend undead within 30 feet of me has to make a wisdom saving throw. God on failure, the creature is turned for one minute. Now, I'm not going to expose Coris <laughs> to this magic. I'm going to keep it away from him. I'm going to <laughs> kind of focus it on this guy. I'm going to basically sort of uh, flash this at him. Bring it close to him and present him my radiant, holy aura of being a knight of the wild hunt. And as I present this to him, I'm not making him take the check yet for anything like that. But I present it to him. And going along with Coerce's torture. And speaking of torture for undead, I don't know if you've noticed this about the people who've captured you. But you are in the presence of a knight of the wild hunt. And there's nothing I despise more than things like you. Disgusting wretches. Abominations to the natural elements and natural order of the world. It would give me nothing more than the greatest of pleasures to have the next lifetime to inflict lifetimes of torture upon you. And it would please my god very much so. Now, you have two options. You will listen to what <coughs> My companions have to say and you will answer us honestly and then we will kill you quickly or option b we do what chorus wants we take you and we make an example of you for the rest of you and your blue shades organization to remember because after we're done killing each and every one of you and your friends that is when we will finally kill you not until you've suffered and watched everything you've worked to build crumble before you. Intimidation check, please. Oh yeah, you all can roll intimidation checks, absolutely. With advantage, I, by the way. Can I, I was gonna say, uh, can, him. Can, yeah. What's our? Can I? Well, I'm. I was gonna say, what's your intimidation bonus? Uh, I have plus five. Okay. How about I help you? Because you were originally going okay. first, and then I came in to help you. So you get a plus five yeah. with advantage, and you roll for us. <clears throat> All right. It should be a second. 
It's fine. And my oh, phone died, good. so. Uh, with advantage, I completely forgot about that, so I gotta reroll this one after this. That's, uh, I think that's a, I think it's a six, so. That's an 11. That's an 11. Oof. <clears throat> 11 and is decent, but not what we need. Deferred, then an intimidation with advantage. <clears throat> Please. If not, I'm killing this guy. I'm just letting you guys know. If we fail and he starts giving us some shit, I'm just gonna the great sword comes right down on his ass. Uh, he just rolled over off of a twenty at the left. <coughs> Thirteen ain't bad. Thirteen ain't bad. So <coughs> yeah, but it's natural good. twenty. He rolled with uh, disadvantage. <coughs> so here was his first roll. Okay. <sighs> his second roll was an eleven. As you see, oh, <coughs> fear beginning to settle in. To his eyes, they grow wide. Fuck. Fuck, fuck. Fuck. You can see the frustration on, on their face. Knowing they're trapped, they look up to you. Sounding defeated. What do you want to know? What is your Before name? We start. Before we start asking questions, I'm going to grab him by the wrist and expose his wrist towards the sky. And that's it. That's all I'm going to do while they ask questions. <clears throat> what is your name? And give me the name of your master. My name is Claren. I am a vampire spawn. <clears throat> <clears throat> Of Exandonir Arvorax. So he's what the master a... vampire. He nods. Who is a. Who's the one who executed uh, Lord Vinstrom? Okay, Moros is gonna before you answer because you haven't said anything. You're hesitating, Zach. I, <coughs> or, or, or you weren't speaking, right? Um, you're not cut out. No. Okay, before you speak, because I see the hesitation, like I see it on the character. Moros is going to raise his voice and he's going to get very close to him. Answer him. You see him jolt, really quick. I don't know. That's not good enough. And Moros is gonna, or Corus is gonna pull out the cleaver. I can tell you, I can tell you who might have done it. I need names. This isn't good enough. All I know, it's one of the Vinstrom children. I insight checked him to see if he's telling the truth. Is 16 good enough to see if he's telling the truth? I'll decide in one moment, please. <laughs> telling the truth. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Remind me. Uh, remind me of my kids' names, please, because it's been so long. Oh fuck. Marcus. Oh I yeah. Know Marcus. Uh, <clears throat> Callum. 
Yep. Hold on. I, I have them written down uh, in my GM. I can't. Me. I cannot remember the two dollars. I wrote names. them all down. Um, hold on. I have it. Oh, let's see. Vinstrom. Eighteen times in this document, please. Uh, okay, so you have Callum, who's the uh, oldest brother, current head of the uh, Vinstrom Garrison. <clears throat> Uh, you have Marcos. You have Marcos, yep. um, shit. Where are the other ones at? I fucking wrote them down. Lord have mercy. He's the looking. oldest daughter, and then the little ten-year-old girl. I can't remember her name. <coughs> oh shit! It's the fucking ten-year-old. I was gonna say it's that. Okay. Yes, I have it written down. So Callum is the eldest son. Ariadne is the eldest daughter. Marcos is the second son. Irene is the second daughter, and Malady is the youngest child. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go through. I'm going to say each name, and every time I say a name, I'm going to pause and wait for a reaction from and see if I can gauge a reaction from him. Okay, so you'll say each Starting name from the oldest side check. Yep. Tell them. And then <clears throat> reaction. I'm going to insight check it as well. Can, okay, I'm, I'm helping. I'm helping. <clears throat> okay. I just did this little cheesy smile when I said that I said I'm helping, and I like cheesy smile and like shrunk, like shrugged my shoulder a little bit into it, like. Mm. Um, that looks like it's gonna be a twenty-one on the first one. Twenty-one. No reaction. All right, <clears throat> Marcos. <clears throat> I'm gonna wait until i see the first roll before i even roll the advantage because it's so laggy i don't want to waste too much time that's a 17. okay with a 17 no reaction they're just listening to you list off names every ad new No, I don't end up rolling for each one. You just keep one roll, like from the beginning of the twenty-one for each yeah, of them, because then you don't got to roll each one. Yeah, and it's gonna take forever because you got advantage yeah. as well. All right. Yep. So we'll say twenty-one. Not twenty-one. Just list them off. Every, any reactions for any of them? Every single name. There's no reaction. You can assume he probably genuinely doesn't know which one it is. Any more questions for him? Yes. Lloyd, do you have any before I begin? Where's the mind device? <clears throat> it's Speak up. already... Where is the mind device? Okay. The neurocircuit is in the capital city of Elia at this time. Capital city? With who? More than likely not Xandanir. But I don't know what he wants to do with it. I don't get told that much. <clears> okay. <throat> hey. Anything else from you, Lloyd, before I begin? Well, not really. Okay. What do you know of the defector? 
defector. <coughs> I I heard Xandanir rumbling about it. Something something about one of the mind flayers going rogue and going against I, their beliefs, their ways. I, I didn't catch much. Why is Xandanir helping the mind flayers? What are they offering him? Offering you, even. I get paid in gold and get to live a lavish lifestyle until I meet my demise as an undead creature. He lets off a, like, a very stressed smile as he's speaking. And then, uh, says, I truly don't know much more. You would be just wasting your breath. I'm paid gold. I listen to Xandanir and his orders. I don't know what he wants to do with these things. I don't know why he's working with them. If you're going to kill me, please just... Where are your places of operation? <coughs> I'm not done with you. I'll say when you die. Where are your places of operation? I pull out a map of the entirety of this realm. My, my personal map of this area. Point out exactly where on this map, in what cities, and tell me in that city where your secret bases of operation are, and whom I may speak to to get entry into these places. Any secret passages, any secret entryways, or perhaps <clears throat> locks, keys, codes that I would need to know, secret handshakes that I would need. I need all of it. looks up. I only know two of the base's locations. They keep it secrets from us so we don't share this information when we get caught. <clears throat> Where One of our bases is in the Underdark in the crater outside of town. You probably saw me leave my snacks out there. <laughs> the other one is in Port Ashtalon where Lord Exandonir Arvarax lives. His estate is where he does his operations, and it's heavily guarded. He is of nobility, after all. Now, before I kill you, I have but one final question myself. Does anyone have any questions? Perhaps, Lady Honigan, do you have a question for this fellow before he goes and meets your god, Sarkat? Nah. You mind if I kill it, though? She raises her great axe to the... Actually, we don't kill him. Why? You flay him alive, you drip him dry, and you make him repent. And then you kill him. Well, that's a little beyond my taste. I'll let you handle that. Do you all need me for anything else before I go pray to Sarkat for your undead friend? Maybe I'll have this yes, light that she rolls we her need eyes. Your, we need your little room. Keep this freaking is why I said you should do it. 
think we should just kill him. You kill him now, you don't pay for the deaths that he caused. We this keep man him walks away. We don't have the time to stay here and personally torture him ourselves. Not with no, not with no priestess of Sarkar here. I don't not trust her. Not with her holy binding. Remember, it's too poor for her taste. Don't want him. That's fine. And as much as I would love to torture him, I gave him two options. And I am a man of my word, bound to my oath. He took the first. I must give him this mercy. All right. I'll just take his hand then. I'm gonna take the hand that I have uh, held. By Consider that his payment. <laughs> By all means, my good. Ah, he lets out a fucking loud scream. Boros <clears throat> looks. I'm gonna slap him. He's holding Shut his up. thump, his little thump on his head arm, looking up at you, and he smiles. I wouldn't be smiling, boy. Hell's way worse than you think it is. And as he finishes that and he says, it's way worse than you think it is, and he starts smiling, I'm going to take my great sword, and as soon as I see his teeth open up, I shove that motherfucker right through his mouth, right down the pipe, and then I'm going to follow it through. And have you ever seen somebody like pop somebody's head like a soda can with it? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. you shove it through and then, yeah, I use it like leverage and just pop that motherfucker. And you see as you decapitate it, the head just goes rolling off. Well, no, I'm going to go and grab the head. As you go and grab the head, it doesn't move. And the cloak. Oh, you want to keep the cloak? Oh, wonderful. As you guys um, pick up the head of this vampire um, with a little more information on what might be going on in hand, that's where we're going to end tonight's session, y'all boys. Well, before, Just to be safe, since we've decided on killing him, I'm going to take the little well. wooden, wooden pit and I have. Which is this basically the same thing as a stake. Yep. I'm gonna put over his heart, take out my hammer, and I'm gonna jam it in real quick just to ensure it's dead. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have time for this week. Tune in in two weeks when we continue our Tales of Lodrianth adventure. And remember, tune in next Friday for our premiere of our newest campaign, Thrones. Our minds are now unlinked. You are free to do what you wish, and we'll see you the next time.